Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It is Christmas. It's a season of goodwill. But I'm pleased to say that uh, Barbara Scully and Declan Buckley are here to remind you you're still a bunch of losers. Good afternoon to you both. <laughs> How's it going, Hi, Sean? Sean? All right. Uh, here's your first question. I went around the house and found some of the gifts that my boyfriend bought me for Christmas. There was a lovely pink paper box and in it is the skimpiest lingerie I've ever seen. It's about the size of two tea bags sewn together in black lace. I'm mm-hmm. so upset. How could he think that it, that is what I'd want for Christmas? Gifts are meant to be about what the person wants, not what he wants. I want to say it to him, but then I have to own up that I went looking for the gift <laughs> and that will be an issue for him. I affirm as I snoop through his bedside locker once. Anyway, what do I do? Tell him I know he bought me the most disgusting, selfish <laughs> gift ever and to change it or wait to tell him on Christmas morning. Mm. <laughs> I love this. Um, <laughs> Well, first of all, like that's not on going around the house searching for your gifts for Christmas, like yeah, looking for no. what's your, where five. your presents are. That's yeah, yeah, that's the kind of thing your kids do and you yeah. give out to them for doing that once they are, are of a certain age. So that's that's the first thing I'd say. I mean, whatever about snooping in the bedside locker, there might be. Ah, might, Barbara. Now, that might be okay occasionally, <laughs> but <laughs> but not, not looking for your Christmas <laughs> presents. Um, and the second thing I want to say to this person is to just calm down. And, and in fairness, like your boyfriend, I think, probably thinks you're going to be absolutely delighted with this present. And I doubt if his if his motivation in buying the skimply, skimpy lingerie was just his own entertainment and delectation. I mean, that was obviously part of it, but Did I don't think it was... entertainment and titillation? No, I said delectation. Oh, I thought you said titillation. Delectation. Going, well, titillation too, it's obviously. Titillation. But I don't, it wasn't that obvious. I was being a little bit more know, yeah. subtle about it. I just it. wanted to lay with the point. As is my want. <laughs> okay, back to the point. <laughs> okay, so um, I think this woman needs to take her indignation down a notch or two. I think he made a mistake. Um, I think a bit of bad judgment, perhaps. Um, but you know what? The upside, he probably spent a fortune on it um, and so I don't think you should start a war on Christmas morning about it I mean try and receive the present as graciously as you can I think it's okay to be a bit perplexed a bit like kind of oh that's you know kind of out of left field why did yeah grand maybe after Christmas then you can have a bit of a quiet word about how you know maybe buying the skimpy lingerie isn't something uh, that you particularly are um, as excited as he was about but you know, judging from my own experience with my girlfriends and how much of a big deal they make when their men in their lives actually get it right means I think men. Here you go. You can all start texting in now. I think men very often don't get it right anyway, whether it's skimpy lingerie or other things that you kind of go, oh, really? That's what you think of me? And that's all right. Yeah. Having said that, I just got my present from Declan and it was bang on the money. <laughs> oh, on the money. it's black, right. black lace, two tea bags. See, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew, Declan? Who knew? Water. Water. <laughs> oh, we always thought you were odd. We didn't think you were that odd. But anyway, uh, it could be. It could be though that like he's bought her other presents. You know, yeah, he, that's exactly he, he what I was going to say, Sean. I he be- could I got her that. the latest Sally Rooney novel, and he wants her to enjoy her reading it while wearing her skimpy tea bags because <laughs> he sees all all aspects of her character. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that. That I mean, I kind of hope that that's kind of what's going on. That he. Uh, that he has a few different presents lined up and, you know, uh, in a range. Of really, the, guys, do you think? I don't know. I think if he had a few presents, they'd all be hiding in the same place as the pink box with the skimpy lingerie. Yeah, I don't think maybe. he'd have hid them all around the house so that she couldn't find them. 
I don't think he's bought anything else. I think he spent a fortune on this lingerie. Now, and I think uh, job uh, people done. are. Uh, people are already texting in this one. What happens Christmas morning <laughs> if she doesn't get the skimpy tea bag? Oh my God, Lillian. hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. That's happened before. On Love Enders. actually. Oh, is it? Love actually. <laughs> sorry, it was Love, sorry, guys. Love actually. No, oh my not God. EastEnders. Yeah. Was, that was yeah. a necklace on Love yeah. Actually. It was a ne- yeah. yeah, it was a necklace. And it was far more like And he broke Emma Thompson's heart. heart. Yeah. And then yes. she had to put the game face on and go yeah. down and be all jolly Christmas with her yeah. family. And women all over the world went... I've been that woman. Wow. I've had to put the game face on. Not necessarily wow. found something that was given somebody else, but have to put the game face on. Now, can I ask you a question? Because I, I totally guess, you see, the, the thing about gifts is this, is that when somebody buys you a gift, you know, we're all taught that the, the, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. And I mean, it's the idea that you're, that somebody spent time or money or whatever, putting something together to give you, and you know, the tick box done already. I gave you the present. You opening it. <laughs> You open the, you, all the boxes with the skippy lingerie. But when you open it, how 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 you react to what you get is is your is a you issue. It's not really about the giver anymore. It's actually you going, oh well, I don't really like this, so I don't want this, so I don't need a toaster or whatever it is. It's like it's it, that's down to you, isn't it? That's not so. In in so part of me is kind of going, okay, whatever your boyfriend decides to get you. As you pointed out, Barbara, already that, you know, in your worldview, men don't ever get it right. So it I didn't say <laughs> ever. I said a lot of the time. Yeah. Apart from me, I got it bang on. You're bang on, yeah. Um, so from from her perspective, she's kind of got, what, what, what did she expect was going to happen? And what hints did she lay out during the kind of run up to Christmas already? Uh, are you oh, serious? Kind of, no, I mean, like, yeah. My experience, again, is hints. They'd want to come in big capital letters and be pasted to the wall, which isn't a hint before. Yeah, no, you could hint at the cows come home. And unless <laughs> you're very... I know, I'll get a wallpaper. Say <laughs> 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 she loves some wallpaper. <laughs> but is it not that... Okay, there is a kind of a trope, isn't there, that, that you know, a bit of a sexy lingerie is kind of... An, it's like a romantic gift. But it's obviously from a from a male perspective that it's kind of... Yeah. You know, and it's, so it's... Kind I mean, of, women don't wear that kind of stuff to amuse themselves. Well... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They, like they wear that usually for a particular reason. You don't put it on because it it usually feels very uncomfortable and it's not something you'd be wearing all day long. So you know, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, uh, it's like, which is a... it's kind of like a man giving a woman, uh, you know, an iron for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, a, you know, a set you of softens. It's not a hundred million miles away from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not about her. So from that perspective, then again, again, taking it, taking aside that, you know, the man went into Woody's and bought the iron and wrapped it up and it's like the thought that counts. The, the thought is actually what we're actually evaluating here. It's, it's what is your thought? What's your thought Well, process? I mean, you could, you could actually kind of look at it a slightly different way and go, he obviously thinks you are extremely attractive. He obviously That's really him. likes having sex with you. He thinks you've got a great body. He wants to show it off in the sexy lingerie. So, you know, there'd be a lot of women who possibly would take it as a huge compliment um, that he would go to the expense of buying this um, tea bag And it depends on what kind of woman she is as well. Is, is she the kind of woman that, that just spent a lot of time thinking about her wardrobe and having all of the different, these different kinds of outfits and dresses and stuff so that maybe he thinks that those two things 
aren't no. sexual they're it's fashion no. you know whatever no no, no. <laughs> absolutely trying to help definitely men. 100% <laughs> no it's got okay. nothing to do with yeah, fashion I'm not buying myself no, that's nonsense <laughs> no. Yeah. no no not the way she wrote that question like she obviously hates it and would possibly he never wear it but he didn't buy it thinking here's the latest fashionable fabulous lingerie he bought ah, no. it thinking a sexy no. time and you know that's the oh no he must have but like he mustn't know this woman at all given her reaction to this yeah and I mean uh, like how long are they together by it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I really do hope that there, there is another present in, in the little and if it is you listening and you did buy your girlfriend some lingerie just get something else get something else something to go with else. it yeah, yeah. Get her yeah. Something. maybe he's go yeah, maybe he's get... got her something so fabulous that he thinks she'll be happy to wear the skimpy lingerie yeah as a payback yeah. yeah exactly yeah. I bet you any money he hasn't but anyway it's a nice yeah. thought Okay, yeah. So we haven't told her what she should do. Well, she should. The only present he's got her. Should he? She just kind of go. She's going to this have is to... our last Christmas. <laughs> no, I think she should accept it with as much graciousness yeah. as she can muster on the day. She could be a little bit perplexed by it, maybe a little bit like, oh. But I think you have to be gracious when you get a present, no matter what the circumstances and no matter how much you think, how did this person think I was going to like this? I think you have to be gracious about it, even if it is your boyfriend or your husband or somebody who you kind of know very, very, very well and you're disappointed. You have to hide. That's what a woman's life is all about. Hiding her disappointment. Her <laughs> <Yeah>. constant, <laughs> ongoing <laughs> disappointment. Here we go. Stuff down those feelings <laughs> deep inside. Yeah, to get it right. <laughs> A uh, few a few comments on this. Uh, if she's going to his family for Christmas dinner, she should open the present then for dramatic effect. Uh, another, <laughs> really? uh, one of the many people saying maybe the lingerie is not for her. There could be another woman. That happened to me many years ago wow. when my ex bought the same gift for both of us. And I found oh. both by chance. Ooh, oh, oh that's a bit tacky. That's very tacky. Yeah, that's yeah. very tacky. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think uh, that's the case here. I think he just yeah. made a mistake. And I think you've got yeah. to give him, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Yeah. And there is yeah. a, there's a difference between, the, you know, the gift that you get and the idea that somebody gave you a gift. You have to be gracious no matter yes. what, as Barbara says. But you can yeah. definitely talk about it afterwards. afterwards. Do you remember the time? Yeah. You, remember you bought me the lingerie yeah, thinking I'd like it. That's why I bought you an iron yeah. this year. <laughs> Well, funny enough, that's why somebody else says she should get the boyfriend a terrible present in return, like a rusty trombone or something. Is rusty trombone code for something? Yes, that's what it I was is. Say. Yes. Do not yeah. Google rusty trombone. Trombone. Okay. <laughs> do not do but that. But you can you can receive treatment for that. Uh, right. Every... I'm such an innocent abroad. Do you know that? I really am. Will you, you really tell me later what it is? Sean's setting you up now. Oh, okay. He's, I'm not going there. Up, okay. Don't fall for that one. Okay. Every every Baffled. Christmas, my. <laughs> Every Christmas, my husband and I go to our parents' home for the festive period. Each year, my brother and his wife travel over from Florida to join us. She, my sister-in-law, is American and is considerably younger than the rest <laughs> of us. And each year, I have to cope with my husband oogling her. She insists on wearing what I would describe as rather revealing, risque outfits. Ah, teabag outfits. Often <laughs> flaunting her cleavage in front of my elderly parents and my young children. My poor father often ends up having to leave the room. This leads to the most awkward moments. But no matter what I say to my husband, I often catch him having a gawk and it really upsets me. What can I do to de-escalate the situation? <laughs> <laughs> to de-escalate oh, oh. de-escalate de-escalate yeah oh yeah. look this is, a, this is a funny one because I kind of um, I can kind of see it happening and seeing the whole thing evolving in front of my eyes and I can see each individual person around the table behaving in their own kind of way and reacting to to whatever they see as being a problem 
and then having a thought about it. But I don't think that they're all having the same thought. And this person writing in thinks that they're speaking on behalf of a group of people about the way that one person is kind of transgressing social norms and being an awful person altogether. When in reality, each individual person's reaction is their own business. And look, this woman has the right to wear whatever she wants to wear whenever she wants to wear it. And for the woman here to have a problem about that is kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's very kind of old school and kind of sexist. Uh, and and then to be kind of, oh, well, you need to dress up in a burqa because that way it'll stop my husband looking, looking at, at you. Him. And it's just, it's just kind of a bit regressive for me. So I think she needs to get a good large hold of herself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not that way. And then... And a rusty you know, trombone, no? <laughs> no, don't touch the rusty trombone. Don't <laughs> step away from the rusty trombone. Actually, I just Googled rusty no, trombone. No, no. I'd say she'd be, he'd be thrilled if he gave her a rusty trombone for Christmas. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Nobody else is getting a rusty trombone for Christmas. <laughs> but you'd want to brush your teeth afterwards. Let's just oh, say that. <laughs> but then it's not rusty. Then oh, it's not no. rusty. Stop. Okay, stop. Okay, stop. Because you should just get the sister-in-law a big jumper for Christmas. Well, the, problem it, solved. But, but that, I mean, yes, If in a way, if she thinks that that's going to actually do any good because all that would do was would would cause a, a bigger scene than than your one's boobs being out exactly. and show. I mean, it's like mm. I, I I find it kind of annoying. This is an annoying one because it's somebody kind of trying to project their worldview and their kind of little perspective onto a whole group of people who clearly have different individual perspectives. Yeah, and it's like yeah. I mean, I know that the post can get delayed um, around this time of the year, but honestly, I didn't think they were still delaying. Like, there were still letters arriving from the 1970s. <laughs> it is very Because that's what it's like. I was like, what the hell? Um, and, and like you, I was like, what, what is actually this letter about? Because I don't think it's about the American sister-in-law and her cleavage. I think it's about the fact that the husband looks at She her. thinks the husband is looking at or this other thinks, woman yeah. and it's kind of giving her feelings and she's not... And none of it is spoken out loud. The dad is, is assumed to be leaving the, the room, yeah. not because he needs to go to the bathroom or anything normal it's because he's horrified that you know, he can cleavage. see lacy lingerie like you know whatever it is, come on get a grip and, and the kids and everything like the and whole the thing kids is don't even think mental. like that anyway no, kids they don't. don't think like that they don't and I totally echo what you said you know women can wear whatever the hell they want whenever the hell they want it and uh, you know the problem isn't with the woman the problem is with this letter writer and her husband obviously uh, because I think she's obviously the husband, you know, is paying this other woman attention, is looking at her or gawking at her or ogling her or whatever was the words that she used. And that's what's upsetting her. And it's again, not the fact that the woman has her, her, that her boots on That isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you know, the fact that somebody is looking at somebody attractive isn't like some kind of crime. That's, it's not, it's not, he's not cheating on you in any that's way. That's exactly, that, yeah. And it's bizarre to think that. And some people do think that. They kind of, what, they, what this is all a big mad game of projection. This woman is projecting feelings and intended actions onto her husband based on how she feels about what this other younger woman is wearing and and it's all it, the blame has been landed in the wrong place because it needs to come back to her house a little you bit know, more just sitting here looking at you you look like one of those psychoanalysts now in an American programme you know because you've got your I've got, your, you've got the polo neck on and you're, you're saying all really intelligent things that I agree yeah. with this week <laughs> so um, yeah no I would absolutely I would absolutely echo what you said I think I think her problem is is with her it's not with anybody else including the husband because what is her fear that she 
that the husband's going to act on this ogling and take it to a next stage, which clearly he's not. This woman's married to your woman's brother, like, so there's nothing going to happen. I know, so here, calm okay, we down. all watch enough EastEnders to know that maybe that could actually happen, you know. It could. I'm, we're not saying it won't happen, but most of the well, time. As I've said already, I'm, I'm an innocent broad. I don't think those kind of things happen. But when a, when a man notices an attractive woman, it doesn't actually necessarily have any bearing on what he thinks about the attractive woman that he's think, with. Do you think the woman who wrote the letter might be a bit jealous? Because she mentions this woman's a lot younger mm. as well. I think yeah, there might be yeah. a little bit of like, yeah. she's upsetting the apple cart. Maybe the woman who wrote the letter was always the star of the show. Do you know, she always looked glamorous or whatever and she felt and this woman now has kind of stolen her thunder or a little maybe, bit. Maybe she never did and maybe she was always the kind that preferred to dress a little bit more conservatively and feels that that's the correct thing to do and that's fine if that's her perspective but it's only her perspective. It isn't a rule for the world Yes, and that's the problem. She's trying to say well I've always kind of you know, covered up my cleavage area and now somebody else is doing this. This is shocking to me and therefore, you know, I don't think it really is that though. I think it's her husband who's annoying her. I don't think it's the sister-in-law. So I think she needs to think about that. It's the husband that's annoying her. Yeah. You know, yeah, but no, well, maybe or not, I don't know. But like, the, like, I we once did an outside broadcast in, in a hotel, uh, and the audience were all members of the Naturist Association. Oh, yeah, uh, so everyone was naked, and I wow. did have to interview a woman like who was right beside me who was topless. Maintaining eye contact was a challenge, I must say. Now, at the end, like, I did it so rigidly, I felt like I'd hypnotized her. <laughs> <laughs> What colour were her eyes, Sean? Yes. <laughs> they were kind of swirling round and round, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can I ask a question about that? You know, yes. you have naturists like that and you're interviewing them or, or they're in particular situations where there are people who aren't naturists and are closed. Do they generally put stuff on the chairs? They all carry towels, yes. That's right. the part of the protocol. You put okay. a towel underneath That's you. grand. That's, I've always wondered about that. Thank you, you, Sean. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're one step closer now to I making am. the leap. I feel better now. I feel better now. Well, after Declan's present, she's out. I got a towel. <laughs> <laughs> to go with the sexy lingerie. <laughs> Bang on, that's me. Uh, right. Uh, one texter says, I made a terrible mistake by getting the wrong size sexy gear for my girlfriend oh. at the time. There was six months of suspension, but we're married now, so it blew over. You were all right, yeah. Yeah. You grow into it, don't worry. (laughs) A few more years, you'll grow into that. (laughs) (laughs) The family are having Christmas in my brother's house this year, and he told me only this week that I'm not allowed to bring my dog, as there will be more kids than normal. Uh, For context, the dog goes everywhere with me, even on holidays. I would leave him at home, but Christmas Day is a very long day, and I don't want him alone for that long. Also, he's a very nervous dog and I refuse to put him into candles for that reason. He's very good with kids, but rarely tends to leave my side. So I don't see the issue with there being a kids. He is my baby and I want him with me. I'm thinking of just landing at the house with my dog. Not much he can do then. Any idea or is that a bad idea? Oh God, is it what? (laughs) Is it a bad idea? Uh, Definitely, (laughs) absolutely, 100%. I mean, like, I guess where this woman is coming from. I love animals myself. I live with five of them, including a dog. I do get a little bit antsy when I hear people referring to their pets as their babies because they're not babies, they're companions and much loved, but they are animals and they are pets. Um, and But just because that this woman adores her dog and seems like a very good dog owner and that she's, you know, concerned about the dog's happiness and well-being and all the rest of it. But that doesn't mean that you have the right to bring your dog, especially into anybody else's home and that they should allow that. A lot of people don't like dogs, don't want the dogs in their house. 
for whatever reason, and they're perfectly entitled, including your brother, to say, I don't want the dog coming for Christmas. And you're going to just have to uh, abide by that. You can't. And to think you you might be even thinking of turning up with the dog and just kind of brazening it out is an appalling idea. I mean, I understand what she's saying about how she doesn't want to leave the dog on its own. And, you know, it, it, Christmas Day is a long day. Well, then you cut your day short and you go home to your doggy and uh, you chill out for the evening, you and your dog, and you tell your brother that you have to leave early because you have a dog and you don't want to leave him. But, you know, to think that you have a right to bring your dog wherever you want to, unfortunately, that is uh, not the case. And your brother's fully entitled to say, love to see it, but don't see the dog. And you can't take any umbrage about that. You have to accept that. His house, his rules. Yeah, and it's a nervous dog as well. And it's a house full of kids who are roaring and shouting. Like, that's not going to help the dog being any less nervous. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd extend that rule to children as well. I'm just kidding, Barbara. Relax. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Except I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I love children, especially nervous children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm surprised because I kind of thought maybe that you were going to be very I, little I bit could see your face there towards being um because I, I i understand like if people choose to have animals as their companions and the, the 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 emotional bond becomes really strong and then therefore the animal becomes like an like a very important part of their daily life it's kind of a really hard one to go especially in a family situation where all that we were talking about beforehand the dynamics of families are kind of weird yeah. so sometimes you know what you're actually pushing up against or what you're you're taking a point of view on isn't actually what you're discussing it's just more like well that's your role in the family that's my role in the family so I'm going to push back against you because you're always taking that role and you don't give me the respect that I'm entitled to or whatever it is and so therefore I think maybe what's happening here is that this letter writer is mixing the two things into one thing so they just need to separate what do I think is a moral and correct approach the way you've laid it out there, Barbara, I think it sounds really fair to me. Then I, I'm, I'm even more strong that the guy has the perfect right to say, I'm sorry, Absolutely. you don't want animals in a, in yeah. a house. But maybe if the, the letter writer can kind of separate that the, the dynamics and it's, well, it's my family too, or whatever other emotional stuff. But you see, stuff. the difference is the dog. I mean, I'm all about the animals are part of your family, but they're not humans. <laughs> they no, no, are I animals. Know, but it's her family at Christmas. It's the Christmas is this woman's family yeah, you can't Christmas. expect to bring... It's like when you go on holiday. You have to make arrangements for your pets to be looked after properly and well and in, in ways that aren't going to stress them. And it's an extra headache. And that comes with the ownership of pets, especially dogs, who are far more uh, onerous um, than, than, say, cats. Um, but, you, you, you know, it does affect your life. It does affect your ability to do things. It does, I mean, we had, we had booked a couple of days away after Christmas and I've just had to cancel it yesterday because I've nobody to no, mind a dog. dog yeah. um, and there would only be maybe one or two people that would I would even think of asking if they were free to do it because it's a big job and it has to be somebody mm. who's very comfortable with doing that um, and not everybody is and I wouldn't dream of expecting anybody else to to, to do it um, and it's the same with you can't expect and I mean okay we have a big dog but we used to have a small dog I wouldn't dream of assuming that I could bring him into somebody else's home particularly a home that didn't have dogs or sometimes you'll have a home where there's cats and, and if they don't live with a dog so they don't want a dog coming into the house either so you can't just expect that that's going to be okay it doesn't matter whether it's Christmas or not Christmas. I think that, you know, it, there's a kind of an arrogance in the letter that 
Maybe mm. a, and the dog doesn't hackles, know it's Christmas right? anyway. The dog doesn't know it's Christmas. He's game ball. Like you know what I mean? I'm sure he'd be fine leaving him for a couple of hours at home and then and then go home early. You know, and he'd be or, glad to see you when you come back. Yeah, and you just can sit yeah, down and absolutely. watch watch whatever's on the TV that evening. You know, chill out, yeah. have a glass of wine. Don't have chocolate. Dogs are like they're not good for dogs to have chocolate. The dog like wine, right? Oh, they okay. Wine. Just what? <laughs> few, yeah. Just just the one. <laughs> they just love wine. wine. Uh, right. Okay. This one, one last quick one. Okay. My my sister in law sent a text to the family group. She told us she's not buying Christmas presents for the adults as it's too expensive, and she also told us not to buy her a present. She's not short of money, so I'm not sure where this is coming from. I've already bought her a gift, so we'll be giving herself and her scroogey husband their presents anyway. <laughs> Am I the ass in this situation for not sticking to the rules? She's so bah humbug for this time of the year. <laughs> well, oh, she is, and you're right to be kind of annoyed by this, but there aren't any rules. I mean, the reality of it is, is that, you know, the idea of giving gifts, it's called giving gifts, it's not called getting gifts. So you do you, you give, you live by the giving, and she's not giving. She will look like... A, a scroogey meanie when Ooh. she will if she's you know if she's done that like, but in you know, fairness if she, I would accept that argument if she hadn't flagged it in advance if he's all rocked up on Christmas day and went here you are Mary here's your gift and she went I didn't buy gifts this year because they're too expensive but she's flagging this in advance which I think she's yeah, quite entitled she's to fine do. she's done that and therefore but, fine. That, but that all that relates to is her giving gifts so she's going to arrive and go I'm not going to give gifts I've told you all already yeah. that's fine she doesn't. She hasn't got the right to unilaterally decide that for everybody else because some people actually like to give the gifts and they want that part of it in their lives. They like it. So, the, so the, the person who wrote this letter in is just going, okay, fine, and and we'll have a view on it. And it is kind of a bit scroogey to be a bit like, nah, I don't want to do that. It is a bit. But mean. are you thinking that she said that she's already bought the gift for this? Uh, who yeah. is it, sister? Not. Do you think she should give that gift? Yeah. Oh, that's humiliating. That's Why? awful. Because she said in advance, I'm not doing gifts. So you don't buy me gifts because I'm not buying new gifts. And I don't think anybody else can decide whether somebody, whether it is too expensive or not too expensive for whatever her reason. I think if she has said that, then you don't give her the gift. Put your gift mm-hmm. away and give it to somebody else down the line or use it yourself or whatever. But don't be going over and making her out to be uh, the hump humble. No, but, it, but she kind of is by doing that. It is that It is that thing. It, it feels to me that unless you know that people are 100% on board with whatever you're doing whether it's a, a Chris Kindle kind of scenario or whether it's a, a budget limitation or this we're not doing gifts unless you can make sure everybody is on the same page as you there's always going to be somebody who's going to go well but you she's know, done that by flagging it in advance because the, the, whole, the, the only rule is that, is that there's an idea of giving give, gifts at Christmas if you're doing that you're just doing but surely you're, you can opt out of that yeah but that you can you can opt out of giving gifts, but you can't opt out of getting gifts. But if somebody. she said, "Please don't get me a gift because I can't get gifts this year for whatever reason," she said they're too expensive, or I'm not doing it, or I couldn't be bothered. Um, do you not think she's that? Then you should respect that and say, "Yes, okay, I won't give you a gift because that's only embarrassing you." Go, bob, you know, bobbing up on Christmas morning, going, "Hey, happy Christmas, Mary! Here's your gift." But she's and I know you got didn't the gift. It might, it might be she a teacher. I'm sorry to cut across the two of you there, but that before this stop, escalates stop. into a full blown <laughs> Christmas fight. I'm going to kill you, Barbara. <laughs> That's summing up the system. Before I let the two of you go, um, uh, obviously, um, Declan was bang on in his gift. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, he has uh, Declan, what did, what did Barbara get you? He doesn't know yet because yeah, he has no... I didn't open it yet, but um, it's, oh. yeah, it's, it's long and thin. <laughs> It's like a pen. Is it a pen? <laughs> it's not a pen. She it's wants a, me to write a book. It, it's, a, it's obviously a rusty trombone. That's what it is. Barbara and Declan, happy Christmas oh, to the two Thanks for all your wisdom during the year. <laughs> 
Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.